Morgan. Good evening and welcome to the AIS Training Hall. It's pink night here at the uh, basketball tonight in the Women's National Basketball League as it's pink ribbon round in the WNBL, the fourth round here of the WNBL for the 2009-10 season. And of course, this uh, is to celebrate uh, the Cancer Council's fight against breast cancer. So uh, all the teams, both the teams tonight, wearing pink socks and there'll be a fair bit of pink around the, uh, around the court as well as uh, everyone gets into the spirit of this match here tonight from the Institute of Sport Training Hall where the Institute of Sport will take on the Adelaide Link Lightning in this match this m tonight. Let's go to uh, catch up with the coaches uh, of the match. First up we'll catch up with Vicky Bork from Adelaide and then Phil Brown from the AIS. Well, Vicky Vork, the uh, head coach of the Link Lightning. For some interesting reason, start not for you guys this season. Yeah, it has been an interesting start. We obviously haven't got our full squad, but we've done we've won the three games. That's what we've had to do. Coming here tonight, you'd be expecting a win, but what are you looking for out of the team? Oh, it's still going to be a hard game. Every game in this league this year is hard, but um, we just want to run our stuff and uh, get ready for Canberra on Sunday. Now your third year as coach of the club, how have you developed in that role? How do you see yourself developing as a coach? I think you learn every time you step on the floor and I hope I continue to do so. Well, we wish you all the best for tonight. Thank you. Well, Coach Phil Brown, after two interesting games back in the nation's capital, up against Adelaide, they were premiers whilst you were away and their squad is still quite a good one with a lot of uh, girls that went through the program whilst you were away as well. Yeah, look, they're a good good outfit, and they're you know, in the early uh, round so far this season. They're putting up big scores offensively, so um, you know that's going to be a real challenge for us is being able to contain their their perimeter scorers, and and obviously they've got some handy couple of handy inside players there in in uh, Kayla Francis and uh, Sam Woosnam, so um, who are good inside outside types. So that's going to be a real challenge for our big kids tonight. Sam Woosnam, just the player that cannot re retire, it seems. Yeah, I think she's tried to retire uh, two or three times, as I've heard. But, um, look, she's been a great great player in the league and, and real, you know, I think uh, overachiever, you know, for many, many years and, you know, a great person with it. Tonight, what are you expecting from the girls? Are you looking for more of that defensive effort that you saw in the, uh, the bullying game? Or are you looking they're for some attack? Done the well, a bit of both. You know, we've what got to time? keep building up the defence because we're giving up, a, you know, 100 points a game and, or thereabouts. So we've got to keep tightening up on the defensive now. end. And, you know, some of those areas are uh, defensive transition, uh, defending dribble penetration, uh, somewhat boxing out and just really limiting the amount of points that our opponents are getting inside the paint or inside the key. So um, if we get that down, you know, sort of 15, 20 to 80, and then obviously, as you say, offensively, we've got to you know, execute a little bit better. At times, we, we're doing a good job you'll introduce me getting open looks. Because I wanted to save the interviews. Down. So we just got to, so the you know, that's part of youth, is, national is learning how to do it both ends of the floor. And, um, but we've got to you know, get some up-tempo because we do have some good athletes in our group and... You know, we've got to get uh, you know, our offensive transition game a little stronger as well. Now, Michelle Joy still on the sidelines about a week away? Yeah, look, she's been practiced yesterday with us and with all full practice, but she's a little bit um, unstable in the shoulder, so we don't want to risk a, a strong contact um, and put her you know, back two or three weeks. So she'll be good to go next week. Well, we wish all the best for tonight. Okay, thank you. 
Yes, Phil Brown there. Good to see him back with the AIS. A four-year break. Uh, went over to the United States and now back with the squad. And I'm sure he'll make these girls a lot better. He is, of course, the championship-winning coach from that great season back in 99. Twice coach of the year, too, Mark. Craig, yes. It's... Uh, He's certainly a great coach and good to see him back here. Uh, we're looking forward to this. Craig Ravel joining me tonight and uh, this should be, um, well, on paper, looks like a one-sided battle. 3-0 uh, and against 0-5. Adelaide, on theory, should uh, have this easy. Yep, that's true. And uh, we will be keeping tabs all night on the other big game that is uh, about to start as well. That will be the Flames and the Capitals up in Sydney. And uh, as scores come to hand with Dandenong bullying, the uh, well, crosstown rivalry there, it will be another game that I'll be uh, keeping a breast of throughout the course of this one. But it is going to be interesting to see how the AAS, who uh, copped two hammerings last week, and that's on the back of a hammering the week before against Bulleen down there in Melbourne, will react to the Adelaide side because uh, like this Adelaide side is a, a very, very high quality side and uh, they've been particularly well coached over the last couple of years. They, they didn't have the season they wanted um, last year and they're trying to make amends for it now. Indeed they are. Well, the teams are getting introduced right now as they're coming out to, uh, to uh, greet the crowd. The Adelaide Lightning turf side is out there with uh, some, well, some names we certainly know around here. Uh, quite a number of ex-AIS uh, players out there. Kayla Francis, the Lee Martin, you know, Maya Newley, Rebecca Duke, Shelley Hammond, and who is now Shelley Burston. Uh, Sam Wisdom played here. Angela Marino, of course, was with the Capitals here in Canberra, so we know her. So, uh, well, Rene Camino and Jess Foley. And Jess just Foley to finish it off, yes. Yeah, well, Je- Jess isn't playing the, tonight. No. She's, uh, she's had an ankle problem, and uh, so they're obviously resting her. It'll be interesting to see if they use her on uh, Sunday when they play the Capitals. But uh, that's uh, the strength of that side. But I don't think they'll miss her all that much here tonight against no. the AIS. It is both teams now uh, just been introduced to, uh, well, the small crowd that's joined us here at the uh, training hall and the National Anthem is about to uh, be uh, played. We'll go to the National Anthem now. So with the National Anthems out the way now, it is uh, just the final three minutes of warm-up till the start of this one. It's the AAS versus the Adelaide Link Lightning and... Well, I know that uh, you've been following the uh, season quite closely and interesting to see just the uh, diversity of players of the round that we've been seeing so far this year with one of them and on the court tonight, Mark. Yes, last week's player of the round, in fact, was Angela Marino. Uh, had a big uh, fourth quarter in their game last week against Perth, which had managed to lift the Adelaide Lightning to a 93-87 victory over the Perth Lynx. She had 32 points in that game, and uh, we know she can. Uh, she likes to heave it up from outside. Uh, missed a few free throws, so she was a bit disappointed. Wants to improve on that, so uh, she can get going tonight. She uh, would hope to go better than she did last week, but. Uh, yeah, the, uh, for the AIS, they're really just going to look to the... They, they're a young team. They're, there's no real experience in this, this squad this year. Only a couple of the girls are backing up from last year. And, uh, you know, they're, they're still missing uh, Michelle Joy, who's out injured. 
they've got a squad out here that'll do their best they can. Uh, Tess Magian last week against the Capitals at 16 points and 5 rebounds. Uh, while their other game last weekend against Bulleen, Gillian Horton and uh, Taylor Roberts um, both had 11 points in that game with Horton having four assists and a couple of steals so um, it's going to require a full team effort all the, all the girls are just going to need to get in there they've got a couple of bigs but uh, Adelaide doesn't really have anyone that's a big big uh, Sam Wisdom and uh, Shelley Burston would be... Uh, and then Rebecca Duke come in and say tall so it's not like they're going to be outsized um, it's just going to be as Phil Brown said they're going to have to play some good solid defence and uh, keep this one close and uh, they're improving week by week as you can judge by their results and the way they've been playing Yep, uh, they're, they're getting better they they're getting are used indeed. to playing together which mm. is, is the hard part for them Yep, I, I made one mistake there a little bit earlier because the third game to start is Townsville Fire versus the Perth Lynx tonight. The Dandenong bullying game is tomorrow, so my apologies for that. I just uh, got my games switched around there, but uh, as soon as that's, that... That's uh, t- up in Townsville. So and it's, it's not going to start till about... It's 7.30 Townsville time. Yeah, so it's not so going to start till 8.30 uh, hours. Play, yeah. And uh, that means we'll just be getting the first scores to hand when uh, we go off the air, I think. But it's going to be interesting to see just how well the AIS comeback from last weekend and uh, how they can start. They, they had patches of some great defence, but it dropped away. Uh, and that is the problem that uh, Phil Brown, Dean Kinsman, any coach of an AIS side has, where the team just can't play out the full 40 minutes of the game. But it's uh, Robert Sakonek... Also out there is Seacamp, uh, along with uh, Tess Madgen, and, of course, Harrington for the AAS. Up against Francis Woosnam, uh, Newley, Marino, and it uh, is Rebecca Duke out there. Duke got a right shoulder, very heavily strapped, I noticed, before the game. So all in readiness for a start here at the training hall. Mark Axton to call all the action. As the ball goes up and as Francis taps it into the front court and the in- uh, Adelaide get first use of it. Duke here pass inside and we've got a first foul. It only took six seconds and it was uh, Kayla Francis inside who uh, didn't manage to get the shot up in time so it'll just be from the end line for the Adelaide Lightning to inbound the ball as Newley will look for the inbound pass. He comes back out to Wiesman. Wiesman, the three-pointer from the left wing, won't go. Long rebound is run down by Madgen, and she'll bring it back into the front court for the AIS as they start down the left wing. Seacamp back to the right wing, where Harrington goes to work. Comes to Harrington at the top. Shot won't go. Harrington with a long rebound, and the AIS get a second chance, and that's a great start for them to get a second chance. Madgen, pass inside to Seacamp. Seacamp. Back to Roberts at the free throw line. Banks it in off the glass. AIS up by two. Good start for uh, Taylor Roberts. She got the free throw line, was open. Turn around, hits jumper. Marino back at the other end. Looking to go to work against Harrington. Takes it under the basket and then runs out of bounds as she goes along the baseline. Turnover against Adelaide. The triple lines here at the AIS catching out. Marino, it's the... uh well, I think it is the only ground in the WNBL that uses three stripes. The white stripe of most inner stripe is the one that signifies the, the playing surface, yes. Yeah, as white, blue, and then red. 
Yeah, as uh, AIS just working well in offense here, and they'll get a second chance as the uh, Koenig shot doesn't fall. Now she goes back for a three-pointer, and Marino cleans up the scraps. Marino then bringing it down the centre of the court, comes back to the right side. Harrington gives it to Woosnam, back to Marino, top of the key. He's going to set up a play, moves away to the right. Back to Woosnam at the top. Now, into Francis, turnaround jumper from her, down low. Francis, first basket for the Lightning, and it's two all here. Minute and a half gone as Harrington looks to set up the play on the left wing. It's uh, Madigan puts it on the floor, finds Roberts baseline. Jumper's a little bit long. Kunick inside. Cool. Uh, shove off as she went for the rebound. Didn't think and it was that bad myself there, Mark. No, I she, didn't see uh, there. Yeah, I didn't see it there myself, but the ref right on top of it has made the call. Marino then with the ball off the inbound in the backcourt. We'll bring it down the right side. Finds Duke. Duke turns around, woos them into Francis underneath, and Francis is too easy when she gets it down that low without the defensive body on her. Comes up with her fourth point. And a quick, newly almost to the steal, but picked up back up by Madgen, takes it to the baseline, cross court, just managed to find Kunick on the other side. Seacat back to Kunick. Cross court, dangerous pass. Madgen takes it, drives inside of the basket, great work, shot wouldn't go for a woos them, pick it up. And take it back down for Adelaide. Yeah, just unlucky at the moment. The IAS is Adelaide get another short jump shot from Newley. They're getting looks, but they're just not getting the shooter's roll they need. And it's out to six points to two here at the training hall as Harrington takes them on and rejected by Francis. But White Line Fever is going to be called for the foul. Rebecca Duke with her first personal. Just updating here as that is a shooting foul. It's a real shootout up in Sydney. Flames 6, Capitals 2 in the first two and a half minutes of that game. So uh, uh, Sydney with uh, Bakovic Brown with three points, Porter with two, and Deanna Smith with one. The scorers so far for the Capitals is Mariana Tolo already. Tracy Beattie showing that that rest was doing her good. She's got two rebounds. Kieran Harrington makes both of the free throws here at the hall and it's 6-4 in favour of Adelaide as Woosnam looking to try and find an inbound pass and chucks a long one to Dukey at the other end of the field gets it across to Francis shot won't go for her and coming up with a defensive rebound was Brunton who's in for the AIS already yeah, the Canberra girl there, that was great work for her boxing out Francis Cuna gets it low post drive of the basket, left it a little bit short Woosnam gets up the defensive rebound Duty in the front court. Woosnam down the centre of the court. Driving oh. the basket. Left-handed layup. And Woosnam's first basket of the night gives Adelaide an eight-court lead. Left uh, Koenig on the floor. That move there as Woosnam showing no signs that she should have retired last year. Already up there in the scoring as the AISR Bunton tried to bum a three-point shot. And at the moment, the AIS shooting at 17% compared to the Lightning, who now, with a beautiful one-two move, Newley's layup, moves them along to 10 points to four, and they're shooting at about 75%, Mark. They would be. Harrington gets the handoff. Back to Kunick, driving in the paint. Left-hand layup, won't go for a wisdom, another defensive rebound. Kunick's dropping ahead now, Mark, after a few of those uh, easier shots have not gone in. Marino on the left wing, back to Duke. Dukey, three from the top, won't go, and... Brunton stays there and grabs the defensive rebound for the AIS. Brunton looking good again tonight with some great work defensively. 
hopefully she can uh, make the transition into the front court. As um, is Madgen, just pull up jumper from outside the arc. It rings out again. Woosnam kicks it down to Duke, who hands it off to Newley, and Newley makes the bucket. It's 12 points to four with five minutes 41 left to go on the quarter. And uh, Coach Brown already uh, into the referees. Idiots, he didn't like what happened down at the other end as the uh, AIS have it on the left wing. Madgen looking to go baseline, chucks it across to the other corner where Harrington puts up a three, won't go, it was a little bit too long. Bunting going for the rebound. Bunting's going out, so. Yeah, go. I don't think it'll be a shooting foul though. No, just be from the side. Yep. We've got uh, Hipper changes. Roberts is back in along with Payne. Seacamp, no, sorry, that's not Seacamp, that is uh, Taylor. And Taylor. As, uh, the inbound pass finds Roberts Ooh. turn around jumper won't go and knocked out of bounds by Payne as she came in from the uh, the backside and knocked it out of Wisdom's hand but Wisdom will inbound the ball for the Adelaide Lightning gets it straight back and then drives straight down the centre of the court charges into uh, uh, Parley who just stood there and oh. nothing was cool no and then a soft foul Madeline Taylor going after the loose ball so was Marino now the ball was bouncing towards Marino and Taylor has been called for the foul as she crashed into her. And uh, Alice Koenig just on the sideline there and uh, just very frustrated by her opening minutes of the game as Adelaide wind up again, Mark Aston. Yes, Nikita Martin is in there for the first time. She goes back to Marino. Marino's stripped of it by Farley. Farley off to Harrington. She's down the left wing. Robertson's in front of her. Comes around to set a low post screen for her and the pass is just out of her reach. I thought that was kicked away by Newley then. Uh, it's going to be an Adelaide ball from the baseline, but I thought she got a uh, toenail on that. Referee was right there in front of it. Yep. As so uh, they've made another substitution, and coming in for them is Lisa Warburton, the Kiwi international. Yeah, her third club, I think, as well. Yeah, she's played for a couple of clubs. Yeah. They move it to the left wing. Pass down underneath the Francis Francis lost control of it, out of bounds as she contested for the uh, the pass inside with Roberts and couldn't handle it. Down to turnover against uh, Adelaide who makes some quick changes. Woosnam sat down for probably 30 seconds. She's straight back in and uh, Francis has sat down. Flames leading the Capitals 11-2 to in what is also quite a one-sided affair which is seeing the uh, Sydney side shooting at only 44% to get to their 11 points. Farley if the uh, elbow won't go for it. Taylor with the defense, uh, offensive board. So they've got about three or four offensive yep. boards already here in the first quarter. Yeah, that's rebounds. That's good sign. Bunton with three, Harrington with two, and Madgen with one. As the AS find it inside, and oh, going to get a second chance. Still can't fall for Roberts, and she's getting frustrated as well. Harrington tries to get a touch on the forward pass, and it doesn't uh, go their way, and eventually Walburton is fouled by uh, Taylor Roberts. Now, uh, I'll, I'll just let the listeners in on one thing. Roberts is wearing Rachel Jarry's jumper, and that is quite confusing when you uh, go, well, we know it's not Rachel Jarry, but you then have to get your, your head around the different player. And, of course, she's on one foul. Two points for the game is uh, Taylor Roberts. Yeah, uh, she's playing well, and she had a couple of opportunities there. But, uh, as you said earlier, 
shots just aren't dropping right now for the AIS. They're just and not dropping at all. And a little bit of luck, and they, they'd be a lot closer. At the moment, Lightning are shooting at 60%. The AIS at 7, they've got one from 15, and that was before Roberts had three goes over there a moment ago. Uh, oh, no, that's updated now. So it's 7%, none from four outside the arc. They have made all their free throws, both of them, so far. But uh, Coach Brown, he had to stop the game and have a chat to him, just try and get them focused, get them not to worry about the fact that the shots aren't going in. They're getting good looks, and they need to just keep making those shots. A couple of times we've seen the heads drop yep. in frustration as they've got back down the other end. There was uh, one classic example, I think it was... Uh, um, Madgen who just sort of gave up on a play you could see the head yep. sort of drop and there was a couple of others that are, you see the signs they are getting a little bit frustrated but they're creating good opportunities they're winning the uh, um, the rebounding battle that's yep. a good sign so um, we'll see as this one works out you know, once they get a bit of luck some of their shots start dropping who knows, Warburton at the free throw line then makes her first, that's her first point for the night newly the leading scorer right now She's out there on court for Adelaide. Misses the second. Gets the uh, the ball on the floor. But look, turns it over. And it's Payne that picks it up. Gives it off to Harrington to bring into the front court for the AIS. Way off to the left for, uh, for uh, Taylor, who's into the game. Taylor Roberts. That's Payne. Payne, yep. was, who uh, drives him down the centre of the lane. Oh. Harrington's given away a very, very soft foul on Marino as she was trying to intercept the um, inbound pass that time and she's quite frustrated that she gave it away and uh, we're going to walk the length of the floor because the AAS are now five team fouls. Yeah, and nobody's got more than one, so uh, there's no problem there, but uh, we've still got another three minutes, 37 until quarter time. Marino goes to the free throw line and makes the first. Reno with her second makes them both she uh, did miss four last week and said that uh, she wanted to improve on it so she's off to a good start Harrington brings it into the front court Farley goes inside to Roberts turnaround jumper Roberts nice basket got good body position turnaround jumper and in it went Marino then trying to bring it into the front court she's going to get there in time no didn't get it across centre court backcourt violation call against the Adelaide Lightning as uh, Marina got trapped by a couple of the AIS girls in the backcourt and she couldn't, didn't have her teammate come back and help her out until it was too late. Harley inbound pass to Roberts. Will she go at it? No. Goes back out to Taylor, back into Roberts. Turnover oh. as Duke ends up for the scraps. They got a little bit too fancy. As uh, Martin takes it back at the basket at the other end, another foul caught against the AIS and that'll put uh, Nikita Lee Martin at the line for a couple of free throws. Can't keep giving up those uh, fouls at the moment. They're 16 fouls. That is the first for Brie Farley. But uh, it's all easy points for this Adelaide side. Nikita Martin knocking down another. So what's she now? That's her first point for the game. Yeah, that's her first. So 16, 17 to 8 as she makes both the free throws. Three minutes and eight seconds till quarter time. Harrington will bring it back into the front court. Comes Payne to Farley on the right wing. Farley goes in the screen from Payne. Comes back to Harrington. Puts up a three-pointer from the top. White go. Defensive rebound from Juki. Outlet pass to Marino. He's out on the right.
Drives into the basket and lays it in. Marino's got four points. It's her first basket. The other two came from the free throw line. Now Harrington down to Tony Roberts in the low post. And the ball was low and bouncing and she couldn't pick it up and handle it. So Yeah, Harrington realises just as she let, that, let go of that ball, when it bounced, it was just bouncing at the position where it needed to be coming up and uh, Taylor Roberts had no hope of uh, collecting that before it crashed into the uh, sport radio sign there. Adrian Jones will be coming in for the uh, AIS after we've got a timeout. Another one from uh, Phil Brown and the AIS um, showed some good positives when they came out of that um, with a couple of plays. They got into the low post. Uh, Payne came up with the basket and then Roberts got another one in the low post. Just uh, used her body and uh, good positioning, turnaround jumper. So th- they're showing some good positive signs. They're winning the rebounding battle. This uh, some good opportunities here for them. If they could just stay solid and keep doing the right things, that things could turn around. 19 to 8 right now doesn't look good, but uh, you know the positives and uh, the opportunities are there. Yep. The, uh, they've certainly had some offensive boards and some good opportunities. Uh, early in this game, so uh, it's just a you know, bit of luck, and uh, if they can keep keep it in the head. Yep, Maya Newley with six points, four points for Kayla Francis, and also Angela Marino. Then it's uh, two points apiece for Sam Woosnam and Nikita Lee Martin, single point for Lisa Walburton. That's the scorers for Adelaide. We hope you're enjoying Sports Radio's live coverage of the AIS here from the training hall as Walburton inbounds the ball to White Line Fever. Rebecca Duke brings it up the left wing. Just stops at the arc. Over the top, Francis now on the low post. Oh, the inbound pass is cut off by Farley. Farley's at the uh, drive, and she makes the finish. So, exactly what Phil Brown wanted out of that time, Mark. He couldn't have asked for more. Got a turnover out of Adelaide and come up with a basket at the other end. Warburton to Marino on the left wing. Marino is looking to move players around in front of her. Comes around a screen from Warburton, driving down the centre of the lane. Finds Francis on the right, 12 for jumper won't go. And Jones with a defensive rebound for the AIS, and she's dribbled straight down the centre of the court. Now looks to set up the play. Madgen on the right wing, comes around a screen, driving down the centre of the lane, left it a little bit short. Did she get her own rebound? She did. Outlet pass. Finds Farley, three point shot won't go, and Warburton grabs the defensive rebound this time. Marino quickly back at the other end, lays it inside of Dukey for an easy basket. And maybe they could have used a bit more time off the uh, second opportunity they had there. Yeah, they, they do tend to rush a little bit. Jones now with the ball for the IS. Hands off to Madgen. Madgen takes on Duke. Has to step around Marino. Thought Duke got a bit of Madgen's arm. Who goes in, wrestles herself, uh, the ball back again. And a whistle on the play. I'm not sure if Madgen... No, it will go to Madgen. So the foul being called against Lisa Walburton. And AIS will have it from the side. In fact, they pointed to the side, but they're going to do it from the baseline. 21-10 with a minute 23 left to go in the quarter. Madgen to do the inbounding, and Gillian Horton gets uh, on the court for the first time tonight as the inbound pass goes to Alice Koenig, who gets fouled by Kayla Francis, I think it was, on the inbound pass. No, it's Warburton getting a second cheap foul. So that was a surprise. I thought it was all Francis getting in there, but uh, obviously not. You can tell I don't referee this game. Tunic's going to the line for a couple of free throws. And so makes the first. So 20 to go. 
Yep. It's a 10 point game, 21 11 in favour of Adelaide, but uh, AIS showing some good signs here at the end of the quarter. Well, they need the ball to start dropping, don't they? They're shooting at 18% now from the field, and Adelaide still up at 62 as White Line Fever cross court on Martin, but was that full start by Martin? Yeah, took off too early. So another turnover against Adelaide, and the AIS will bring it back down into the front court. Kunick off to Horton on the right wing. Madgen the pass inside and Francis can just reach him from oh. behind, tap it loose and away to Duke in the front court for the breakaway layup. Dukey's first basket of the night. And it's 23-12, still 50 seconds to go. Jones brings it down the right wing. Horton gets it on the right. Looking for somebody to pass it to. Dribbles across the court. Lays it off to Madgen on the baseline. Fights hard oh. inside. Gets it off to Kunick. Kunick, great basket. Great work. Kunick goes to... the movement and passing and come up with a basket. And that's what happens if you uh, work hard. Four points for the game now for Kunick as Francis drives the left lane, leaves it short. And unfortunately, Kunick's going to get her second personal foul. And just reaching in there at the wrong time, but... Uh, well, they'll make Francis earn it here at the line. Newly with four, uh, with six points, leading scorer on the floor. Taylor Roberts well, with four <laughs> points. He's showing it's Bunton, but uh, Bunton's not out on court right now. So um. yeah. Uh, well, you had a cho- uh, Bunton oh, is on is. court, so yeah. Well, yep. no. So they've so picked that one. They've actually called it on her, so it's just her first. Francis at the free throw line makes a couple. Yep, and it's 25-14 here with 19 seconds left. Jones with the ball in her hands, goes left to Madgen. Madgen works around the the arc to the left wing. Bunton intercepts the interceptor pass. Jones gets it back right side, 45. Works to the top of the key. Inside pass from Madgen. And Bunton, who thought she got mugged, in the end gets called for a travel. Holland, quick inbound pass to Dukey. Two seconds to go. He tries to keep it over the corner. To Francis can't get it to her. Nothing comes of the last play. And, uh, well, we're quarter time here at the AIS Training Hall on Pink Ribbon Night in the Women's National Basketball League. And the Adelaide Lightning, 25, leading the AIS 14. And, uh, well, it looks one-sided on the scoreboard. And it's been a little bit because of the shooting percentage. But there's lots of good signs there for the AIS. If they could just get a little bit of luck, get some shots to start dropping, they could be right back in this. Kayla Francis and Mayor Newley on six points at the quarter time break. Four points for Rebecca Duke and also for Angela Marino. Then it's two points apiece for Martin and also Woosnam. Then it's one point for Warburton. Uh, interesting to see only one player who's been on the floor hasn't had a chance to score yet and that is Trudy Holland with uh, Christy Williams not yet sent out onto the floor. For the AIS, the uh, leading scorer is, uh, well, I've got Alice Koenig here as the leading scorer with with uh, Taylor Roberts, but, uh, uh, yeah, there's Roberts now because I was looking for 15, and she's 8 on the scoreboard, (laughs) yeah. Uh, She's 15 on the scoreboard, 8 on the internet. And then you have 2 points... For Nadine Payne is uh, the scoring brief early. Also with two, the personal foul count is the real worry that I think the AIS has to look at with uh, seven players 
each on single personal fouls. Going over to Sydney for the moment, Townsville and Perth starting later on this evening, but it is 24 to 15 at quarter time. The Flames doing a nine-point job on the Capitals. Bakovic Brown with 11 points, Domkins with four, and Deanna Smith with three for the Capitals. It's Mariana Tolo with five points as we get set to go back to action here at the training hall. AIS will have the ball to start the second quarter. Kinnick in the back court. Inbounds it to Jones, and Jones will come down the left wing and set up. Megan's in front of her. Gets it to her on the left wing. She's got Bunton in front of it. Can't get the pass to her. Goes back to Jones. Jones off to Madkin. Now into Bunton. To uh, bounce the ball and couldn't control it. Now hands it back to Madkin. Puts it on the floor. Driving inside. Oh. Lays off a pass to Kuna. Couldn't handle it. Newly picks it up for Adelaide. She's off the races at the other end. Layup will go. Newly has got six, eight points and she's the leading scorer for the Adelaide Lightning yeah it's just fantastic work from Manuli she just read the game so well there as Madgen and Jones raffle it off on the right hand side goes back to Koenig Koenig and also oh the pass from Horton to Koenig is intercepted by Duke that time white line fever brings it down the floor gives it to Francis at the free throw line and she doesn't make the shot Yep, certainly blew a golden opportunity there. Jones gets it back in the front court for the Institute. They move it to the left wing. It's um, Madgen to Horton. Horton looking for somebody to get free. Madgen gets it on the left wing. Going against Mark, puts it on the floor. Dribbles left. Pull-up jumper along the baseline. Nice basket. And good to see the AAS running through their time. Oh, here's an intercept. Jones, though, just couldn't get the ball back under control. Francis just put it too far in front of Newley. Jones was right there making the charge, but uh, unfortunately she slapped the ball in front of her and it ended up bouncing out of court before she could get hands on it. Jones sits down. I didn't see her come back on. Was that Harrington that came back on? Or did they bring out the tall in pain? There's three came on. Oh, okay. She changes. Taylor's in as well. She gets in the right corner. Goes back to Harrington. Bunton to the left wing for Horton. Into Bunton, bumping by Francis as she uh, went. I, I think Bunton has to be careful here. She has to realise she's playing in a senior league. Those bumps are going to come, and sometimes they're not going to be called. But every time she gets a solid bump, she stops. And that's why she got the travel last time. She needs to continue on. If the shot goes in, she might even get a bonus. Taylor, left wing for three. Won't quite go. Bunton grabs the offensive board, and that's nine, I think, for the game so far for the RIS. I think they had about eight at uh, quarter time. So the offensive boards are going to help them a lot as uh, Horton put, comes around a screen, driving inside. Oh, great nice work. Layoff and Payne with the basket. That was great work. Horton drew the fence to her and left uh, Payne all by herself in the key. At the other end, though, it's white line fever hitting Francis and she will convert. Francis now moves to eight points for the game, equal leading scorer with Newley. Harrington into the front court. They move to the left wing. There's Horton coming around the screen and... Well, it was a moving screen. Uh, it's the ruling. Payne called for the foul. It's the first foul for the quarter against the Institute of Sport. So Adelaide will have it in the back court. Francis has sat down. And in the back court, it was uh, Holland with the inbound pass. Turned it over. AIS have got it. Payne goes back to Taylor. Back to Harrington to set up a play. Another turnover against uh, Adelaide. They will not be happy with that. As 
Horton goes to work on the right wing. Comes back to Harrington at the top. Puts it on the floor. Driving down the centre. Oh. Lost the handle on her as she tried to lay it up. Turnover as uh, Marino, as Dukey kept it alive to Marino. Marino at the other end. Driving baseline. Chucks it outside to Woosden. Woosden cross court on the right wing. Holland hands off to Marino. Three-pointer. And it's all net from Marino. Her first three for the night. She's now got nine points and she's the leading scorer. Doesn't take long when you can knock down a big three like that. She was well back on the right-hand side. It's Taylor now trying to set up for the AIS, but they just, they're looking composed in offence. It's just they can't get the finish. Dunton, oh, great work through the traffic, but again, just put the shot over the ring. Just wouldn't drop for her. Almost a turnover at the other end. Taylor not to lose, but Marino picked up the scraps. Back to Wisdom. Three-pointer from the left from Wisdom's a little bit short. Taylor grabs the defensive rebound. He'll give it to Horton to bring into the front court. She'll drive down the centre. Now go up to the right wing. And now set up a play. Gives it to Taylor. Taylor at the top. The pass to Payne. Payne then tried to quickly throw it inside. Only found Newley. But then they quickly turn it over at the other end. And Taylor can bring it back. As Harrington has it on the left wing. Back to Horton who's got away from uh, Marino. The pass into the corner. Harrington, baseline jumper. Will it go? Yes, it will. Harrington, first basket for the, for the night. She's got four points. And it's 32 to 20, 5.59. Here to go to half time. Wisdom, pass inside for Newley, who is coming from the back from the other side. Easy layup as the defence just lost track of where they were coming from. So Harrington brings it down. Horton on the right wing. Back to Bunton. Bunton left. Goes to Taylor on the left. Three pointer from her is all net. First three-pointer for the night, and it comes from Madeline Taylor. It comes at a critical time, too. needed that. Might give them a bit more confidence, because they have not been hitting from outside at all. Shooting percentage is still 65% for the Lightning, but it's starting to grow to 28%. For the AIS, eight from 29. So uh, you know they've had more looks than Adelaide. Got worse than what it was. Well, no, that is true. But unfortunately for, uh, I was about to say Emma Bunton, but it's not, is it? It's um, Alex. Alex Bunton. Uh, she has just got a second personal foul, fouling Sam Woosnam in the key, and that will send Woosnam to the line to add to her already two points. She does it with the first and makes it. Yep. 35-23 is now 36-23. Wisdom four points for the game. And in the backcourt, the AIS will bring it down. It'll be Harrington who brings it down the left wing. Tunick's back out there, along with Roberts, who sets the screen on the left side. She'll get the pass back on the baseline. Tim put jumper along the baseline. Nice work. Yeah, Roberts, six points for the game. I'm surprised how free Roberts is getting down there. She's getting good, clean looks, and they're starting to drop for her now. So great work by the AIS defence to drag players away from Roberts. As Woosdom in the paint, Roberts has given away the call, and I really don't know what that was for. No, it, no it's gone against her. She well, was standing there. She was strong. Woosdom was doing everything she could to get away from her. It was an amazing call. Uh, I'm calling it wrong. It'll be interesting to see what the uh, the uh, referee. referee. It'll be interesting what the referee observer makes the call. But Sam Wisdom, she loves going to the line, and is that uh, well at the moment she is making 
the first. Second one doesn't fall, but it falls into Warburton's hands and uh, it becomes a three-point play off that foul, which is frustrating for Coach Brown, who's up walking the sideline. Walking out. <laughs> yeah, Madgen. There wasn't any of it. So Madgen on the right wing then. This is a screen from Roberts. Oh. Goes to the left to Harrington. Harrington to Taylor. Inside she goes to Cunick. Cunick at the basket. Shot bouncing on the rim two or three times. Won't go. Woosnam defensive rebound. As Taylor couldn't get to it quick enough. And Woosnam will dribble it into the front court and just barely get that one across in time. She's still about centre court. And... Oh, Taylor's been called for a forearm block there. So... That'll be the fourth team foul and the second for Taylor, whose brief Ali comes on for Kunick. Because uh, Alice Kunick is the. That, no, uh, another anyway. very ticky touchwood foul there. Wisdom to Marino. Three pointer from the left from Marino's off the front of the rim. Ball t- down to Roberts. Off to Harrington in the front court to Roberts. Roberts, great work. Got down the court. Comes up with the two. Reward for the defensive. Uh, work at the other end. It's 39-27, 3.50 to go still as Martin's pass inside is knocked away by Madgen out of bounds but the Adelaide Lightning will still have the ball. Yeah, Adelaide uh, 14 points so far in the quarter, the AS 11 so the AS staying with the Adelaide Lightning, hopefully they can keep this uh, sort of defence up for the next 3 minutes 46 as uh, Francis bombs away with a 3 point attempt newly in the paint was, un- uh, sorry that was Martin in the paint unable to uh, put the shot up again and the AAS forced the turnover but Adelaide knock it out of bounds and we'll have the AAS resetting in their back court. 3 minutes 33 and as I said this quarter it's uh, actually 14 to 13 as a 3 point shot by Taylor uh, no, so by Seacamp comes off the ring and uh, Roberts also crashing into Madgen. They both end up on the ground and the timeout's been called by Vicky Vork who wants to speak to this Adelaide side who, well, this quarter, as I said, has been very even, only the one point in it. We'll go to Sydney where Canberra are starting to come back now. It's uh, 27 to 25 at the uh, Sydney Uni Aquatic Centre. Uh, Bakovic Brown with 11, Deanna Smith with 6, and Domkins with 4, Tolo with 9, Bibby with 7, and Hurst with 4 for the Capitals. Tolo rebounding uh, quite well there with 7, Hurst with 4, just showing uh, Natalie Hurst's versatility. Um, couple with 5 for the uh, Sydney Flames, and I, I, Rachel I, I, Watman I with 2. generating a fair bit of this comeback as well. She did it um, in the game we saw earlier this season. Against uh, Bulleen. Yeah, against Mm. Bulleen, where she just brings them back um, and grabs a lot of defensive rebounds and with her speed, etc. She gets Mm. it quickly into the front court and the uh, Capitals come come up with some quick baskets. Yeah, interesting to see the shooting percentage of uh, Adelaide's now dropped down to 58 after it was as high as 75%. AIS was down as low as 7% is now up to 32 Still, the AS with 10 more shots on goal than the Adelaide side as no, no, Adelaide start up. the front court then. Down the left, Woosnam, pass into Francis, low post. Back up to Woosnam, right side to Marino. Marino, 
Good on the floor, come around the screen from uh, Warburton, chucks it out to Francis in the left corner. She drives into the paint, off to Woosnam. Woosnam from our front, left that one short. Harrington with a defensive rebound, lost control of it, she gets across centre court, pick grabs it, sets up on the left wing. Back to Taylor. Taylor to uh, Farley on the right wing. Back for Harrington. Uh, Madgen on the left wing, put on the floor, going to the corner, along the base, oh. great work, chucks it across to Farley. Got to put it up. Three, goes inside, two seconds on the shot clock, she comes up with a great basket. And that was good work there, they, they were patience. starting to panic, but they did show some patience. And now the ball at the ankles of Woosnam as Adelaide start up in the front court for this offensive run. Marino bombs away a three, and it looked like it was all net from the moment it, it left her hand. 42 we'll plays 29. To judge that. <laughs> yeah. Two minutes and ten seconds left to go as the ass set up once again, Mark. Farley cross to Harrington on the right. Three from Harrington, left that one oh. off the front of the rim. Marino manages to get in there and grab the long rebound and she'll dribble it down the right wing. Turns Taylor around, goes inside and then picks the ball up. Good score for a travel. Called on the travel there. Yeah, she, she got past Taylor, but Robert's. Vicky Bork's there. going, what the heck's happened? I'd say to Vicky Bork, that is a AIS call. <laughs> well, no, it's a Marino. Marino got past Taylor. She suddenly got in there and suddenly realised there was a big player in front of her and Robertson picked up the ball and moved the feet. Hmm. Madgen looking to come in she didn't have many choices had to go straight into the front court now and give it to Horton so Horton back out there Farley and Harrington who's trying to cut baseline but no one could get to her so Madgen and Farley work it out now it's Horton cutting off oh and she's gone early herself after uh, that good build up is thwarted with a minute 42 seconds left to go Woosnam to bring it in Goes down the left wing to Newley in the front court already. So 42-29, minute 39 to go. Francis Lopez back for Wisdom. Reach in there from uh, Madgen, I think, mm. who's knocked it loose. And the AIS have it. Horton brings it into the front court. Farley ah. at the elbow. Goes across to Horton on the left wing. Back to Farley and they'll set up a play. Be patient. Madgen driving against Wisdom. Basket won't go for her. Wisdom grabs the defensive rebound. Dukey and Wisdom in the back court bring it across centre court. A bit of indecision. Newley on the right wing to Dukey. Baseline jumper is good. Dukey, first basket. No, second basket. She's got four points for the game. And Horton will bring it back for the Institute. We're inside the final minute before half time here. Picks up the ball. Pass into Madgen. Driving at the basket. Layup won't go. Roberts fighting for the rebound. Can't get it. Woosnam ends up with the scraps out top. Off to Marino. Comes down the left wing. Three pointer won't go this time. A little bit short. And Francis going for the defence for the offensive board has fouled Farley, knocking her out of the way, and that's just the second foul against uh, Adelaide for the quarter. So yep. we'll just uh, take it from the backcourt. The quarter now has gone. Oh, the inbound pass went straight to Rebecca Duke. Marino gets it, tries to drive in. Harrington just walks into her, and uh, Marino has drawn the foul. That is the second personal foul now for Harrington. And fifth team foul against the AIS. So, so she'll be shooting. Yeah. And they're shooting at 83% the, uh, the uh, Adelaide Lightning from the line. So it is up. points. Yeah, they, they were only four points behind in this quarter after, of course, they uh, dropped, was at 11 points in the first term. 
Francis gets the rebound on the uh, second shot that doesn't go from Marino. Gets the ball back from Woosdom as the outside inside play worked the treat. Well, Madgan just took a while to get that ball back into play as Horton. A lazy bounce pass there to Madgan and Whiteline Fever just went through there and tapped it out of play. So Payne comes back in for the uh, as Madgan sits down for the highest 24.8 seconds so uh, they will need to shoot as Farley will inbound from the left wing and having trouble finding somebody she finally gets it to Payne gives it off to Harrington to set up the play right side is Farley gets it into Taylor Lowe Thanks, one and off the glass. Great, great work by Roberts. Robert. She's a real find here. She got ten points here already. In the first half. So leading, uh, oh, well, certainly the leading AIS scorer. And when you think the best player, well, the leading scorer, Angela Millerino, has got eleven, um, that's not a bad effort. To the halftime break, as the Adelaide Lightning were unable to get the shot away in time, or get a shot to land, I should say, here late in that quarter. And at halftime. 47-31, the uh, AIS trailing the Adelaide Lightning at the training hall, but uh, signs have been interesting, that's for sure. Not devastating, though, as uh, we look at this uh, and start to break down some of the scores. Well, they've lost a lot of games this season by up around 50 points, and so they've been blown out at half-time. 16 points at half-time is nowhere near that. And really, the way they've played, they probably deserve to be even closer they, than that. Uh, yep. I think they've played a lot better, and Adelaide will be disappointed. I think Vicky Vork will be really disappointed. A ton of turnovers. I'm not sure how many turnovers uh, they've had in the oh, game. Oh, well, hold on, they I'll tell you. They, well, they had seven at uh, quarter time. They, and they have at the, the half, they've lot. got 12. Yeah, well, that, that's a huge amount. Hmm. You expect that from the AIS normally, but... Uh, Certainly uh, not from uh, Adelaide. They'll be disappointed with the way that they've gone because they've mm. made some very crucial uh, turnovers and blown a few opportunities. But uh, AIS, th there's lots of good positives there from the AIS. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, th they have their moments, their, their AIS moments. Yes. <laughs> and but, uh, but you've got to hand it to them. They've, they're winning the offensive boards and uh, really putting in a good effort uh, just in there chasing away and playing and uh, doing it all time. I, I think that's the other like stat it. that uh, the uh, Adelaide Lightning would be um, quite upset about. Like They've got 14 defensive rebounds themselves, Adelaide, but they have given up a heck of a lot more in, uh, offense, in defensive rebounds with the AAS getting their hands on the ball so many times. It's just when one area where Adelaide are, are, are dominating on the defensive rebounds is not under the glass but just at uh, five feet back from the glass when they're boxing out at the high post they're being very strong there and uh, when the ball's coming down to the tools like Roberts, Payne um, also Koenig getting in there uh, they've been able to get the rebounds again from the shot but when it just goes that little bit further back off the bucket that's where the boxing out Marino, Duke and uh, Newley have all been able to get their hand and get that fast break going for the Adelaide Lightning. So at half-time, Marino with 11 points, 10 points apiece for Newley and Francis. Then you've got 6 points for uh, Rebecca Duke, 5 points for Sam Woosnam, 3 points for Lisa Warbutton and 2 points for Nikita Lee Martins as... Uh, 
Well, we've seen Kirsty Williams out there. I haven't. Uh, I don't remember her getting her hands on the ball yet, though. No, I'm not As sure uh, we mentioned there. before, it is ten points for Taylor Roberts, then four points apiece for Nadine Payne and Bree Farley. Three uh, also for Alice Koenig and Harrington, both on four points. Then three points for Madeline Taylor, two points for Tess Madgen, and that is their 31. The, the real concern for me is the fouls. They've got 12 fouls against players so far. On two is Harrington, Roberts, Bunton, and also Madine, uh, Madeline Taylor. So that is something that they're going to have to be very, very careful about. Otherwise, a few of these girls could be missing minutes, not by the coach's choice. No, indeed. Just getting the halftime stats here. And uh, talking about that rebounding, the AIS at halftime have had nine offensive boards um, and uh, leading the rebounding 20 to uh, 18. Nine offensive boards. Adelaide huge, got four. That, that is huge. And so they're going to love that. The um, other good sign for the AIS is that defensively, they only had four at quarter time. Mm. They got seven in that second quarter. So they're defensively getting some rebounds as well and defensive yep. stops. And that's why that shooting percentage is coming down as well, because they're not getting easy second chance. No, it's, it's down at, uh, as I go back now, the shooting percentage is down to 57% for Adelaide. It was as high as 75 and the AIS up to 33. We might just, before we hear from Michelle Joy, who we spoke to earlier tonight, we might just have a look at his caps Flames game because boy oh boy has it turned around here in the second term. At the half time break in fact, it's the Capitals leading 36 to 29 Tolo on 12, Bibby on 10 and Bakovic Brown still on 11, Deanna Smith still on 6. The Caps shooting percentage has gone up to 41 and, Adel- and Sydney's has gone down to 31 after a 21 to 5 quarter in the second term. An amazing turnaround by the Capitals in that game up at the Sydney Sports, uh, Sydney Uni Sports and Aquatic Centre. You can only say that uh, the Capitals have really turned up the defensive pressure. I mean, for Sydney to only score five points for the whole quarter. Yes, that, yeah. Th- uh, that's, I'm that's just looking incredible. at the scoring chart and. Uh, they you were have quiet to for a long time. Yeah, and you have to look at eight turnovers apiece. So they've yeah. been doing it straight off possession game and off shooting percentage. They've got three from five outside the arc, and Sydney have only got one from eight outside the arc. So a fascinating uh, position that Sydney, uh, Sydney and uh, Canberra game is. They're two great rivals in the WNBL. And it is going to be interesting to keep abreast of that score. The other game tonight, Townsville and Perth, will be starting right in probably the last quarter of our game for broadcast here. This is sportradio.com.au's live coverage of the WNBL here, the AIS Basketball Network. Earlier tonight, I had a chance to catch up with Michelle Joy, Mark, and uh, I think right about now the the AIS would be looking forward to uh, having Michelle Joy back in on the floor, another big tall body to be able to use. They, they certainly wouldn't. The way the tools have gone tonight, they uh, would love to have another one out there uh, as well. So, yeah, it's all been a good start uh, right now from the uh, from the AIS, and I, I I like what I see because even though they're getting done by 16 points, they're in this one. They're really in with a good chance of uh, taking it out here at the uh, AIS training hall. 
Well, joining us here at halftime is injured forward for the AAS, Michelle Dre. Thanks for joining us, Michelle. No worries. Thanks for having me. Look, uh, the injury, how frustrating is it for you to come into the season knowing that uh, you're out for a prolonged period? Yeah, it's pretty frustrating, but I'm getting there. I've been training this week. Um, I started contact this week doing limited time, so slowly getting back into it. But hopefully um, hopefully playing next week against Sydney. Well, it's my goal to be ready for them. How did, how did you incur the injury in the first place, though? Ah, it was against Bulleen, and... Um, I was marking Lizzie Camby's and she drove straight past me. I just kind of got knocked by her and it just kind of came out a bit. But I went back in, so it's all right. So. Not like Lizzie to use the elbows? No, I know. Not like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> we only saw a game of it I last know. week. Uh, how have you enjoyed? This is, what, your second year in the program? Yep. How have you enjoyed your time here in the AIS? Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's a totally, like, new experience. Um... Just coming in every day, working with the best coaches in strength and conditioning, like coming working with Phil every day, it's really good. The best facilities around. Of course, you get a change, don't you? You had Dean last year and Phil yep. this year. Has there been a noticeable change in the way they approach coaching at this level? Um, no, it's pretty much the same approach. Um, yeah, the, it's not much different really, just different coaching styles I guess, but it's both good, like they're both good coaches. The team has undergone a change. You're now one of the senior yep. players along with Alice and Tess and uh, there's only a couple of you uh, that have been a full season of the WNBL. Yeah. How have the new girls been fitting in and, and adjusting to life in Canberra? And how much do you, as a second year player, help them on that adjustment? Um, they've, they've adjusted pretty good actually. A couple of the girls, the new girls have been here for a couple of months now. But I think the first, like, once their first game they got over and done with, it was fine from them. They really fit in well. And we just kind of talk to them a bit, you know, they're a bit nervous for games, and we just talk to them, it's just a normal game, yeah. just play, and they're fine with it now. You are from Sydney, and yep. of course, uh, when you move to the AS, you do move up here full-time, schooling and otherwise. Yep. Uh, all your friends back home are going through HSC pressures and all those sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, they are. Are you enjoying the different system here yeah, in Canberra? Yeah, definitely am, yeah. Because um, with the Canberra system, I got to finish school a term early. So my friends back home, they're still at school doing HSC studying. So it's much better being down here with school. I like it. But mm. Now this Adelaide team, you're going up against uh, a few teammates that uh, played here at the, uh, at the training hall. What yeah. are your thoughts of how Adelaide are travelling this season? I think they've got a good... They've got a couple of good players, and they've definitely got Renee Camino coming back and all that. So they're pretty strong now, so they're going to be a lot stronger when they get their other players back too. Yeah. Now, this team, the AIS, you, you've had a tough start to the season, of yep. course, but what are you working on week to week to try and, uh, you know... It's not a case of trying to get the championship, yeah. it's trying to close the gap between you young players and what you need to be to be an elite player. Yeah, but we have uh, we have little goals for each game, like just the simple things like rebounds, winning, like hope, like winning possession, um, defending, just little things that can help us, you know, get better individually as well. And what about your goals once you do get through this rehab? How do you want to uh, how do you want to return and then develop as a player? Yeah, when I return, I just want to finish off my good like a season. Um, I'm leaving in December. So when I go home, I want to um, hopefully train with Sydney. So that's my goals. That's a fairly star-studded team up there yeah, when you talk about recruiting. Yeah, I know. So obviously training, definitely won't be playing, but 
it'd be good to um, train against the Sydney girls like Nat Porter and Susie Saksic. Now, what about for your uh, moving on? Uh, Gabby Richards and a number of the other girls decided to go over to uh, university in the United States. Um, others decided to go and work into the WNBL and obviously once you do that as a professional player that cuts out the university option so how have you been thinking about developing your own career? Um, College has always been an option for me I've always thought about it but um, now I think I'm heading towards the WNBL side Um, I think I want to stay home for a bit like being away from home for two years I think I just want to stay in home and play locally and Mm. Yeah, and, and, and of course, uh, when you go to Sydney Uni, you've got the university option there. Yeah. in uh, most of the girls going through yeah. Uh, studies. Yeah, I don't. I haven't really thought about it too much. I know I'm definitely going to have a year off after this because I've been at school. It's been pretty busy, so I'm just looking to get a job, and then I'll see what happens from there. Should wait for my UAI first. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, thanks for your time here and uh, all the best for the rehab. We hope to see you on the court very soon. Thank you. (laughs) Michelle Joy joining us there, halftime here on the AIS Basketball Network. Yes, Michelle Joy there talking about her season and the season for the uh, AIS. Of course, we're halftime. We're about uh, 2 minutes and 50 seconds away from the start of the third quarter. It's 47-31 in favour of the Adelaide Lightning. The... uh, have um, well, they'll be disappointed, I think, by their performance. Um, and the AIS had a lot of positives in that first quarter to <laughs> in the first half that, that they can take into uh, the second half. And if they can just build on it, who knows? They could get back and make us uh, a nice close game. It, it's just been interesting, hasn't it? Just the way that Adelaide, without Camino and Foley, you have to add that. That's two huge stars that you're missing out of your roster. but um, And the other interesting thing is, I thought I saw Rene Camino here earlier today, but um, she's certainly not on the sideline. And I'm looking around the stands and I haven't been able to see her. So um, I don't know if that means she's coming in uh, later in the weekend, but I know Foley's still out for a, a few more weeks. Yeah, but, well, uh, they, they were yeah. hoping to have had her for Sunday, but uh, that ankle injury is causing her some problems. So, but uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be disappointed with the way they've gone. It'll be interesting to see how Adelaide come out of half time. Vicky Bork, I'm sure, had, would have had some strong words, even though you're up by 16. Um, mm. On average, they should be a bit further. Uh, you would well, expect of the, them to be. That's away right. Pr- yeah. yeah, they they would have, and they would have been expecting to be 50 points in front by now. You know, they would have been expecting to have the 100 point win. Yeah. Um, or I guess they're, well, well, they're, they're 47. They're just, so just about, they're on yeah, the line to get there. So I guess offensively they they are on track, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's 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 just been a very <laughs> flat it's just, Adelaide Lightning. Deceiving. It's a deceiving 47 points. It is, isn't it? Yeah. They're not playing that well. And uh, the other thing is. What are they keeping in their tank? They know they've got to play Canberra on Sunday. It's not like, and it's an interesting uh, season this season, it's not like the, the Friday night, Saturday night road trip AIS Capitals. They've, uh, they are getting that extra day's break. So you'd think that you would be you know, going that little bit harder, yeah, because you are going to get a full solid day's break before you're going to have to face the uh, Caps. But uh, at the moment, it's the Lightning 47 to the AS31. Leading scorer, Angela Moreno with 11 for the Lightning. Taylor Roberts with 10 points, the leading scorer 
for the AIS. Uh, rebounds, Sam Woosnam with eight, and Alex Bunton for the AIS. That's the Canberra uh, import to this, uh, to this uh, squad with five. So, interesting. Just to let you know that we will be having a, a special interview half-time at the Caps... Uh, at the Caps Adelaide game we'll be t- uh, talking about the new uh, Canberra Cannons in the Siebel so uh, we'll be talking a lot more about that if you're wondering why we haven't talked about it tonight it's because we're doing it at half time in the Caps Adelaide game game underway and Adelaide have first use of the mark Aston Marino then on the right wing to lose them out on three point land a dribble baseline chuck it off the dookie on the left wing newly in front of it can't get it to it Francis at the elbow comes up with the basket. She was a bit off balance. That was a huge uh, fadeaway yeah. then, and it looked like she just was falling as she put that jump shot up. Harrington drove inside and then passed off after she'd got away from Newley, uh, from Marino. She should have just gone oh, to the basket cute. and a poor pass. Dookie comes up with a steal back at the other end. Doesn't oh, fall. <laughs> oh, Harrington. Loose on the ground. Dookie picks up the scraps. Jump ball. AIS should get. Harrington, I think, costs. A Cop the hit there from uh, Koenig and uh, that was interesting because Harrington pulled completely up to let uh, Duke go for that layup she wasn't able to uh, she cannot afford another another um, foul and uh, she's just getting subbed out now because she is holding a neck a little bit there as uh, Jones comes in now Jones promotes the inbound pass and uh, eventually works it into the front court Kunick back to oh. Madgen left alone Jumper won't go but Roberts has got the offensive board comes back out to the left Kunick three from the left just a little bit too short and Francis with a defensive rebound chucks it away Seacamp Gordon Seacamp knocks it out of bounds couldn't quite control it and keep it in bounds or now this would have had another good opportunity so Adelaide will still have it on the right wing in their front court Woosnam on the right wing inbounds the pass to Francis the three point territory driving baseline lost the handle on it out of bounds good defensive work there from Roberts as she uh, took on Francis and did the job came up with the turnover Vicky Volk just pulling her hair at the moment because they've only scored two points in this quarter so far Mark Adelaide they're, they're looking better in defence but their offence is just breaking down big time Pass inside to uh, Seacamp. Look to take it up. Jesus, it's been fouled. Is it in the act of shootings? And that's then called Newley. on Newley, yeah. That's her first personal. It's not as if any of the Adelaide players have real foul trouble, but it was interesting to see that Kayla Francis just walked straight off the court then and Walburton comes back on. Yeah, so Seacamp at the line for the first point for the night from her. She started the game. Didn't really spend a lot of time out there, I think, in the first half, though. Makes the first, makes them both. So Seacamp's got two points for the game, and it's 49-33. Minute and a half gone here in the second quarter, in the third quarter. Newley gets it on the right wing. Down she goes to Warburton. Chucks it back out to Newley, uh, to Marino. Marino, three-pointer from the left wing, won't go. And Madgen will just watch it over the sideline and bring it in safely from the outside. Well, it was interesting because that gives the defence time to set up now. So I would have said uh, Madigan should have gone at that ball. She had time to uh, get good, clean possession. Jones does well there, zigzagging on Marino. That's the player of the week from round three. And uh, as Koenig drives at the basket, good to see the talls and the forwards taking on the drive. Uh, It's one of the things that... uh, 
is a big part of what Coach Brown likes to do with tall players. Did that with Jackson, of course. Got her driving the ball hard at the basket. and Obviously, it, it works quite effectively as that time the inbound ball goes to Jones. Jones puts one up from 18 feet on the baseline and uh, unfortunately it doesn't fall. Roberts going after the ball, but just uh, it goes out over the side and Adelaide get control. It's 49.33 with 7 minutes 54 seconds left to go in the third term mark. Dookie on the right wing with the ball for Adelaide. Comes back to Warburton to uh, Newley on the left wing. Looking for Marino. Just seven seconds on the shot clock as uh, Warburton sticks it up. Dukey with the offensive board. Oh. Stayed there in great defence. Seeker knocks yeah. it loose and Madgen's back at the other end. Pass inside to Roberts. Oh. Has, has it stolen away from her by Marino. Marino to Newley, Newley to Duke, back to Newley. Newley, pull-up jumper from 10 foot, won't go, but she'll end up with the, defen- the offensive board. Marino on the right, driving inside, off to Dukey. Three from the right, not good. And, but they get another offensive board, and the RAS giving up a few easy boards here. Wisdom puts it on the floor, driving baseline. Jones turned around, stepped in there to knock it loose. They don't want to jump ground, ball Maggie. here, the RAS. Oh, and... <laughs> no. There's about three players down there trying to get it. Wisdom, another baseline jumper, won't go... Great con- hustle from there from Seacamp, and eventually the RIS end up with the ball to bring it to the front court. Jones oh. chucks it inside. Well, she it threw it straight into white line fever there, got the got ball back, back, and then and they throw it away again. Yeah, it's a frustrating thing. Off to Marino in the front court, two on one, pull it from Marino. White go, and Jones comes back and grabs the defensive She wasn't far enough away. Good pass. That was a Kristen Veal like pass to Seacamp there. Seacamp tried to dump it over the top to uh, Roberts but it was intercepted by Woosnam. They're, they're doing some great stuff defensively, getting it down there, and they're just chucking it away. They need to slow it down once they get in the offensive court. Newly then, low post on the right wing, goes back out to Woosnam. Woosnam puts it on the floor, driving inside as Kunick oh. tripped up, and as she came back, has been going to be called for the foul as she looked to get back at her. Four substitutions coming from the AIS. Yeah, it's wholesale changes there. I think is that... Bunton, uh, Payne, um, Taylor and Farley have come in. Yeah, Megan, Seacamp, Koenig and also... uh, uh, Sorry? Uh, Taylor. Roberts, Jerry. Oh, Roberts, sorry. Yeah, (laughs) Roberts, Jerry. (laughs) As Wisdom makes the first. Her sixth point for the game and she makes them both. So she's got seven. She's going to sit down. And be replaced by Nikita Lee Martin, who comes in for Adelaide. I think they made a change as well. With the inbound pass for the RAS, it's Jones who gets it in the backcourt to bring down court. Comes to uh, Payne. Payne takes it inside. Ball not loose. Picked up by Bunton. Out to the left wing. Three-point shot won't go from... That was Taylor. Is it Taylor? Yep, it was. And I yeah, just couldn't see a number on no. it. As uh, it's Warburton driving baseline, I'm sure she went out of bounds. I'm sure, the ball went out of bounds, but she, <laughs> she comes up with it anyway. Gets caught counted, and it's 53-33, 540 to go here in the third quarter. Taylor and Jones working it out on the right wing now. Gives it to Farley, who drives the left lane. Oh, the shot goes straight over the top. Bunton was Bunton. there, and she puts it back in. Bunton now moves to uh, two points for the game. Yep, her first basket. She's uh, got a few rebounds. She has indeed. She has played well as well. Five, in fact, rebounds for Bunton. Newly back to Duke, looking for the left wing. 
I just wa- worked out why I keep thinking Emma Bunton too. She's one yeah. of the Spice Girls, isn't she? Yes. <laughs> so I don't think it's her. Three-pointer from Newley from the right wing. That hurts after oh. you've been playing good D up until that point. Bunton now goes left side, gives it off to Taylor. 56 plays, 35 with 4 minutes and 53 seconds left to go in the turn. Payne back to... Farley drives the lane, shot won't go for it, the ball loose and Marino picks it up and she'll come down the right wing, set up a play for the Lightning, dribbles into the centre, hands it off to Martin, Martin they move it back to Juki on the right, Warburton, turnaround jumper from 12 foot, won't go but she gets her own rebound and just sticks it back in, that was just a little bit too easy, the defence gave up too early. Yeah they did indeed and interesting to see turnovers at the moment, 16 AIS 13 to the Adelaide Link Lightning. So they've only had one turnover this quarter, Mark, which is a much better performance. Farley with the ball on the right wing, back to Taylor, puts it on the floor, at the elbow, lost control of the handle on it, newly picks it up and she'll go to the other end, layup. No, won't go. It's Good uh, work by Jones. Yeah, Jones coming back. Just put her off enough to uh, come up to the ball, knocked it out of bounds. Adelaide will have it though. And we've got a timeout called, I think, by Phil Brown. Yep. To talk about it. There are some good positives, but there are moments when they're having some AIS moments. Yep, they are indeed. The uh, timeout called by Coach Brown as we look. It's Adelaide continuing to uh, have their shooting percentage drop. It's now down to 48%, with the uh, AIS also dropping theirs from 33 down to 30 now. They're one from 12 outside the arc, the AIS, three from 11 for Adelaide. Uh, whilst they're still shooting 100% at the free throw line, the AIS, it's 81% for Adelaide. Rebounds at the moment, it's evening back up 26 to 25, assists 6 to 13, and uh, Rebecca Duke and Sam Woosnam doing all the assist work, or most of the assist work there, with 6 and 4 a Excuse me. The block shots, well, it's 1 to 2, but neither of these teams have noted tools that are uh, really big for the block guards. Then it's 17 to 13 in the turnovers, the AIS turnover count going up a, a bit and uh, Adelaide just valuing that possession a lot more so far. Foul count is 13 to 12 and the points in the paint, this is a big one, 16 for the AIS, 30 for the Adelaide Link Lightning. Yep. Second chance points are six apiece and points off turnovers Although the AS have had all the turnovers, it's six to seven uh, going Adelaide's way. So Adelaide have the ball. Francis turned around, jumper on the, from the left wing, won't go. Ball on the floor. Bunton, great work to get it out of there to Taylor. Taylor will give it to Horton uh, to bring into the front court. Harrington left alone. She could have probably uh, stuck up a shot or driven them closer to the basket. Dribbles across to the left. Farley on the baseline on the left side. Taylor just chucks one across court and all she finds is Marino dribble back down two on one finds Warburton Warburton comes up with the basket doesn't fall three times won't go gets a second opportunity Taylor knocks it out of there but Francis picks up the long scraps Adelaide still have another opportunity Marino on the left and travel as she just moved her feet held onto the ball she was looking she knew what she wanted to do and then I think halfway through it she was going to uh, take some action moved her feet before she released the ball turnover against Adelaide just there second for the quarter and Napier Lara Napier is in for the AIS her first time tonight Horton back to Napier on the right wing 
Comes back to Harrington. Harrington to Farley. Farley from three-point land. Won't go. Bunton inside. Fighting for the rebound. Knocked loose. And Adelaide are going to end up with it. 58 place, 35, three minutes left to go in the turn mark and uh, the AS just haven't had that snap that they had in the second term. Adelaide certainly got the rocket and they got the message. Indeed they have at this stage as Harrington comes up with a defensive rebound off a missed shot from Martin. Quickly down the left, finds Napier on the left, back to Harrington. Three from the left from her is a little bit short and defensive rebound for Adelaide and I'll bring it down into the front court. Newly to Holland. Holland back to Newly. Newly into Francis in the paint. Turnaround jumper. Oh, that's going to cost. Good and it's going to cost the, the three-point play. Yep. Bunton, I think. Francis. Bunton called for her third. And that's her third. So she's the first one of three. There's uh, four others on two and Roberts will come back in for Bunton. Can I say there's a scoring end at the Sydney Sports and Aquatic Centre because <laughs> at like the moment Sydney uh, uh, coming back it's the Caps 42, Flames 40 in the other match so 42 to 40 as uh, the second uh, as the shot doesn't fall but they turn it into a four point play as AIS again very slack on the boxing out Mark. Yes, no boxing out at all and we saw that earlier as well, been punished with a four point play instead of a just a, a two as it should have been so Harrington driving baseline at the other end Farley left wing for three mm. a little bit short and Francis defensive rebounds it from the other side and she'll dribble it slowly down into the front court newly to Martin on the right passes inside to Warburton outlet pass to the left Francis three point along the baseline won't go for an Harrington sticks in there and grabs the defensive rebound off to Napier Napier Pass around the corner to Roberts in the low post underneath. She used to chuck it out of there. And they move it back to Harrington on the left wing and she'll set up a play. Dribbles past oh. and then chucks a ball inside to about four Adelaide players. And Payne, uh, sorry, and Roberts was three on one. She had three girls marking her up. Harrington should have gone herself. Francis drives inside. Baseball and shot won't go. Knocked out of bounds by Holland. Must have got the handle in there. Yeah. Farley will come out, Kunick comes, uh, Madgen comes back in for the AIS we've got a minute 30 till three quarter time 62.35 AIS trailing the Adelaide Lightning as Napier gets the ball to bring into the front court for the AIS down the right wing, finds Madgen back to Napier, left side to Harrington Harrington back to Madgen, puts it on the floor, driving in at the basket and surrounded by three players in there, take your pick, one of them's been called for a foul against Adelaide it should be footing, number 10 was the uh, foul. Yeah, well, that's Holland. Holland. So she finally gets a stat. It will be her first. And Medgin will go to the line for a couple of free throws. Third team foul against Adelaide for the quarter. Just two against the AIS. Mm. This is that one off to the left. That is frustrating, to second say the one. least. Second one for Medgin. Is good. She's got three points, so uh, she can she can score if she could get loose and get some shots going. Turnover against uh, Martin as she got in the front court and lost the handle on it out of bounds. Easy turnover against Adelaide yet again. Harrington gets the ball. Brings it into the front court. Madgen goes left wing to Napier. Napier down low post to Madgen who hadn't set herself as she tried to grab the ball and lost it and picked up by Francis Ella pass finds Newley down the left wing to Warburton underneath the basket Dan oh. misses the easy layup but they've got the ball Holland back inside to 
Warburton knocked out of bounds off Horton and Adelaide still have the ball underneath their offensive basket a little bit lucky to get out of that one Adelaide and get a second chance Francis off the inbound pass won't go Madgen with a defensive rebound dribbles straight down the centre of the court going left side comes back to Napier Napier goes into the corner to Horton who comes back out of there on the right side cross court Madgen has to race to get to that one in front of the Adelaide player then puts it on the floor drives down centre of the lane left that one a little bit short and Holland with a defensive rebound for the Adelaide Lightning and Newley will bring it back into the front court 22 seconds till three quarter time and another turnover against Adelaide as uh, they're not finishing this quarter well but uh, no but they've got a so. 10 point break on the AS this quarter it's 5 to 15 as we have 17 seconds left to go in the third term one last play then it'll be Harrington setting up the play slowly 11-10 we're down to the last few seconds here 8 off to the corner Horton looking to come around a screen put the ball in low to Roberts turnaround jumper left that one a little bit short no time for anything else to happen in the quarter and three quarter time it'll live up the Adelaide Lightning who've extended their lead to 62 to 36 so a little bit disappointing that the Adel- the AIS just couldn't get their scoring uh, going at all in that quarter mm. was it five points for the quarter five points for the quarter yeah neither side scoring great but uh, yeah just five points that's very disappointing uh, for the AIS after the way they'd uh, gone into half time mm. and Adelaide now with 54 shots on goal converting 23 Adel- AIS 51 shots on goal 14 have made it so now Adelaide getting more looks and Kayla Francis with 16 points, Mia Newley with 13 Angela Marino with 11 the leading scorers, Sam Woosnam with 9 rebounds, Lisa Warbutton with 7, the assists Duke and Woosnam 6 and 4 then it's Taylor Roberts with 10 points, just uh, looking at some of the other leaders in stats well rebounds, 30 to 33 Adelaide's favour Assists 14 to Adelaide, 6 to AIS. Steals 13 to Adelaide, 5 to the AIS. Blocks 2 to 1. Turnovers 16 Adelaide, 20 to the AIS. So the big thing that really changed in that quarter was the amount of turnovers the AIS gave up. And uh, that well, was quite put, noticeable. Yeah, put plus offensive rebounds that they gave up. Uh, Adelaide mm. got 8 offensive rebounds, I think it is, for that quarter. Yep. Um, and a lot of them were Lisa Warburton, who's got five right now for the court for the game. Uh, that's just far too many in a quarter of basketball to give up that many offensive boards away. Now, uh, I just making it very tough. I can tell you that the uh, Flames came back to 42 apiece up against the Capitals. The Capitals have scored five more points and are leading the Flames 47 to 42 at the uh, Sydney Uni Sports and Aquatic Centre with 3 minutes and 23 seconds left to go. So I'm wondering if there's a bit of a, uh, an injury there that might have uh, caused uh, a bit of problem because uh, to see that we're about to start the final term yeah. and uh, and to see that they've had a... Um, maybe, maybe they've just had a lot more time Well, they've outs. had one timeout, only one oh, timeout anyway, called okay. by uh, <laughs> Coach Graff. So, yeah, I, in fact, uh, no, Sydney have now called for a timeout. So they've both had one apiece. As we get set here at the training hall, to close this one out, it's Adelaide leading the AAS 62-36, Mark Aston. Marino gets it back on the left wing. 
Williams is in for Adelaide as well. Marina driving at the basket and <laughs> right-handed hook shot is good. And she's got 13 for the game. Her first basket here in the uh, second half. 64-36 is... Harrington brings it back down. Horton puts it on the floor. Drives baseline. Cross court to Napier in the left corner. Dribbles inside. Baseline jumper just a little bit long. Gets her own offensive board. Good sign. Back to Roberts. Roberts for the easy basket. Nice work. They stayed at it. Roberts comes up for the basket. She's got 12 for the game. Leading score for the uh, Institute. 64-38 as Marino brings it back into the front court. Woos them on the left wing. Deva Francis in the high post on the left wing. Hands it back off to Holland. Three comes up with the basket. The it's Red Sea just parted for her then, didn't it? Too easy. Nobody went with her. Yes. Yeah, 66 plays 38 here with 8 minutes 50 seconds left to go. And Harrington trying to do it in the paint. Francis stopped that. And hit the ball gets carried back by Warbutton. Turnover against Adelaide, though. Yeah. Harrington picks up the scraps as Francis tried to control it, lost it. Gets it. Harrington back at the other end can't convert the basket though Marino has got Francis in front of her as uh, Horton does great work to slow her down Woos them underneath the basket Holland to Francis left to Marino left all alone out there on the right side for three won't go ball tipped around Marino ends up at the top of the key and they get another opportunity we Woos them Williams in the corner looking to set up goes baseline Woos them back to Marino in the right corner comes around a defender drives inside, lays it in Marino, 15 points and it's 68-38 8 yeah. minutes still to go here in the final quarter Francis has 16, Marino has 15 and 13 points for Manuli the leading scorer is for Adelaide is Napier, looking for options Roberts kicks it back to Harrington who starts at the centre circle goes into the paint they jack up the shot with a second to go and Woosnam comes down with it and AAS just looking flustered in offence at the moment as Adelaide are starting to hit their straps I think somebody's got lost on the defensive assignment Napier's trying to defend Francis and Napier's about half the size of Napier, of Francis and uh, uh, she's <laughs> given away the foul now eventually got called but uh, yeah. yeah I think something somebody got lost in defence there yeah, well, they've brought uh, Bunton back out, and I think you'll find Bunton will be marking Francis. up on Francis, yeah. Yeah, Payne's also back in as well. She'll look after Woosden. As Adelaide inbound the ball, Holland to Woosden, driving baseline, round the corner to Holland. Oh. Reaching from Harrington will be called a foul. It'll be shooting foul, I would say, as well. That'll put, uh, put her at the line. Holland, who's uh, already got two points for the game. So she'll uh, look to extend the lead. Misses the first free throw, though. 7.28 to go. Now the AS really need to work on their boxing out here. Boxing out. Not something they've done well tonight. Blowing a few opportunities on the second ones that have missed. This one there, uh, well... Did it again. Francis still ends up with it. They uh, did put in a bit of effort. Holland comes up with a missed shot from the left wing. And Harrington's quickly off down the other end. Gets bumped by Marino. Set up a play. Horton, three from the left. Right wing is too long and out of bounds off. Uh, yeah, it off came off Williams. Williams. So AIS yeah, will get a new shot clock because it came off the ring as well. So best opportunity for a while for the AIS as Farley inbounds the ball to Harrington. 
on the left wing. Pass in. Oh. It was not a good one at her, and Williams comes up with an easy steal and drives it into the front court. Across to Wisdom on the left. She looked to go inside. Wait, Williams to Francis going along the baseline. Good work from Payne. Forces a bad pass out of Francis cross court. Turnover against Adelaide. And uh, mm-hmm. some good work there from Payne defending uh, on Francis, forcing that turnover. This quarter Adelaide. so far, it's six points to two, uh, the Adelaide Lightning just getting away again. And uh, we haven't mentioned it, it's the, uh, the Carly Wilson round, isn't it? With everyone wearing pink socks Everyone's on the court wearing the time. pink socks. <laughs> Indeed they are. Oh, no, she should have had that three-point look for mine. Oh, lovely work inside, and Bunting comes up with the basket. Nice well, passing. It was good in the end, but I thought that uh, uh, Horton had a good, clean look for three and just didn't quite uh, take it, but it worked out in the end. 68 plays 40 with 6 minutes 22 left to go in the quarter. It's 44% shooting percentage for Adelaide, up against 26 for the AIS, and uh, whistle on the play as... Uh, yeah. Taping or no, well, that was a heart monitor, I think you'll find. Has come off somebody. Brief Ali, throwing it across to us. Michelle Joy, who we spoke to at halftime. She has uh, done some good work there, retrieving. Has Williams then goes to work on the right wing for Adelaide. Back to Marino at the top. Jones defending her. Marino dribbling into the paint card. Francis three-pointer from out the top. White go. Defensive rebound from Payne this time as she dribbles straight down court. She got Bunton oh, there. Oh, it's not a good pass. Put it at the back of Bunton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the tall players don't need passes like that. And mm. She's a fellow tall. She should know better. She should know better, but anyway, it's uh, a frustrating. Uh, Coach Brown just shaking his head for the moment. He knows this is what you get with a young team. But... Uh, it's still frustrating, nevertheless. As uh, well, Kayla Francis gets uh, sandwiched. Yeah, that was a good hip and shoulder. Uh, Payne's been called for the foul. That'll be her second. Uh, oh no, that's Bunton's fourth. They've called. See, so, uh, well, I thought well, Bunton was standing. Was, two of them were sandwiching still. her. So. Yeah. Yeah, Marino yeah. into Francis to up to Dukey. Dukey back into Francis in the paint to Marino left corner. Jones just yeah, Jones just stood off for a little bit too far that time and that's something that most players learn when they're playing on Marino. She likes the space, yep. As uh, Jones lost the ball, Marino ran in the back of her, but she finds it back again on the right wing. Bunton uh, puts it up underneath the basket, wrestling for the ball now, over the top. It goes to Horton, back to Farley. Farley drives in the paint, dump out to Jones for three, is off the iron and is retrieved by the Adelaide Link Lightning. Down to Holland, back to Newley to set up the play. The defence got back, Farley defending Holland on the right wing. Marino at the top of the key as Dukey cuts the baseline. Marino looks to go inside, picks the ball up, hands off to Holland, somehow didn't travel. Francis says they've got about one second on the shot clock. She barely got the ball up, but it didn't hit the rim, it didn't hit nothing. It was an air ball. It's a turnover against Adelaide. Better D. Yeah, better D by the AAS there. 71 plays 40, it's a 9-4 to quarter. And you, you might wonder why I concentrate so much on the quarter scores, because that's the AAS... They're just looking to win quarters, not games. Indeed, it's a good start. If you can win them. Horton then with the ball in the front court. Gets uh, Horton uh, bunted out there for 
Uh, screen drives around her, hands off to uh, Payne underneath, who drives under the basket, tries to reverse layup, and gets, gets the foul. foul. White line fever, giving Four away the foul there. Well, that's number three on Warburton. Oh, well, I was yeah, I would have swore that was Duke. That long way away we are here. long way away we are here. That's it. It's, uh, it is. Payne going to the line for a couple of free throws. And that was all net. That was a great free throw. That'll give her plenty of confidence. Never looked like missing from the moment it left the hand. 71-41. And the second one was the same. So they get the uh, scoring back down to within 30 points. uh, Coach Brown has always had the philosophy he wants to be within 20 points as a good night. We'll see they, they, if they, they can... love to win this final quarter. Almost yeah. a turnover. In fact, it is. Bunton picks up the scraps as Farley, I think, got in the yep. handle in there. As the defence was certainly moving and doing good work. Jones hands off to Farley on the right wing. Four minutes and seven seconds left here in the final quarter as Farley comes back to centre court. Down in the corner's pain, driving baseline. Tries to pass it around the corner, comes off Adelaide out of bounds. It was a good move in the end, put it in the yeah. back of uh, Walburton. To get it back out of yep. the, But they've only got six seconds left on the shot clock because they have to come up with a quick. Are time. they going to try and go with a Jackson play straight into. Play it uh, off the back and grab it back? Yeah, well, no, that was not, that's not a Jackson play. It was inbound to Horton who knocks down the three and that gets the Adelaide bench up. Uh, sorry, that gets the AIS bench up. <laughs> so it should. <laughs> Three-pointer, that's Horton's first points for the night as Dookie comes back at the other end with a two. She's got eight. And Horton's first basket's the the second three for the night for the Institute of Sport. Now Jones dribbling straight down centre of court. Tries to pass off the bunt and out of bounds off Adelaide. They're so just tons of time on the shot clock at least. Well, but again, they're just putting the ball low for talls and that, that's going to be costing you a lot of turnovers throughout the game. It has done tonight for the AAS. Inbound ball to goes Farley. to Farley. Straight inside to Bunton. Around hook shot won't go. Outlet parks from Martin Fines. Dookie to dribble down the centre of the court. Dookie layup won't go. And Payne stays there and grabs the defensive rebound. And Horton gives it to Farley back in the front court down the left wing for the Institute. Cross to Jones on the right. Takes a three and then puts it on the floor. Dribbles inside and lost the handle on it out of bounds. Bounced it into me and Newley's foot first up though, which uh, means they will get possession back with 12 seconds on the shot. You're going to lose control of it. At least get it out of uh, one of them. So that's a good heads up play. Yep. Three quarters, uh, sorry, fourth quarter in Sydney. Five points apiece in the fourth quarter. Capitals leading 59 to 49. So a 10 point lead with just under eight minutes to play in Sydney. Here it's Adelaide 73 playing the AAS 45. This is Sport Radio's coverage of the AAS basketball. We hope you enjoy that. Don't forget Sunday we'll be doing it all again as the Capitals Radio Network kicks into action. It's the Capitals versus the Adelaide Link Lightning. We'll have all the uh, action from that game starting from... Two, sorry, it's a one o'clock game, so starting from 12.50 on Sunday. AIS inbound it once again as it kicked away, so they get a full shot clock mark. They do. Second and third opportunity indeed as Jones has it on the left wing. Goes down inside to Roberts. Oh, oh. travel. And she laid that one I in. Thought, uh, oh. I thought as the bench did that that was going to be a three-point play count. then. Yeah. Adelaide 11 points this quarter AIS 9, 73 still plays 45 
as Newley then brings it down and uh, a bit of bumping from Jones on Williams is a foul against the Institute uh, fourth team foul for the quarter still 2.51 to go Dukey sits down and Holland comes back in for Adelaide who might as well rest their, their starting players and give the bench uh, some good time out here Holland then gets it on the right wing Cross inside to Newley. Layup wouldn't go for a Roberts with a defensive rebound. Fighting hard for it. Tries to keep it alive. Newley picks it up and sticks it back in. Roberts was doing all she could. Newley was just in the right position. She's got 15 for the game. 75-45 is now Horton in the front court. Payne on the left goes to um, Seacamp who's back into the game. She puts it on the floor. Drives to the baseline. Lay, tries to lay it up. Fouled in the act of shooting. She'll go to the line for a couple of free throws for the AIS and some good offensive basketball. Marina coming back in for uh, Adelaide though, so they're not going to let her rest. Newley's going to sit down. And it will be Seacamp to go to the line for a couple of free throws. 59. 2020 to go. 59 52 in Sydney as Seacamp makes the first. Second on its way, and it's and as good. She makes them both, so she's got all four points at the free throw line tonight. 13 to 11 now, as 75 plays 47. Marino has it then in the front court. Is uh, I can uh, be a lot happy with this fourth quarter after the third quarter where they couldn't score. Marino then dribbling along at the top. Williams a three from the left wing wide go tipped out of bounds. And it will be AIS ball in the back court. And uh, your first possession for first the possession. season. Do I get Stafford Good work. As As an assist or defensive assist, I don't know. Bounce ball pass there. from Horton Robert goes inside. back out to Payne. Payne three pointer. Oh, oh that's nice. Payne. They wanted that too. That's uh, 13 points apiece. I think you're fine. No, AIS leading the quarter now, 14-13. Oh, wouldn't this be nice if they keep this up for the last minute, 43. Marino on the left wing then. Comes around the screen from Jones and Roberts. Defensive uh, foul called on. It was uh, number 15, so uh, that's actually Roberts, number 8. Yes, confusing there. Yeah, Marino <laughs> At the free makes the first, so that's 14 first. points apiece in this final term. Marino 19 makes her the game high and makes them both so she's got 20 for the game and the lead is back to 77 to 50 as Horton will bring it into the front court down the left wing Marino bumping her comes back to Payne right side to Jones Jones goes around the screen at the top of the key back to Payne puts it on the floor from the right side the long jumper wouldn't go and Marino gets the ball into the front court down the right side. Williams looking to spin along the pace line. Travel yeah, the defense. Great work from Payne. Forced it. Yep, yeah. It was. Payne took her position early and that left Williams. She spun into trouble and then nothing she could do. Eventually the foot dragged, the pivot foot dragged. And AIS get the turnover. 77 plays 50 with a minute and five seconds left. As Payne gets the ball back outside, then goes to Horton left side. We're inside the last minute now, Mark, as Seacamp jacks up the three. Too it's short. off the iron, and they run it down. Adelaide throwing it Throw forward. Another turnover. Yep. Holland just chucked it down court, hoping Williams was uh, Usain Bolt. She wasn't. 
And Jones will get it in the back court for the Institute as she turns Marino and gets it into the front court. 42 seconds left here. Seacamp with the ball on the right wing. Dribbles around, just chasing behind Horton. Goes back to uh, Payne and Payne, uh, Roberts. Roberts it was with the outside jumper. And she's got uh, 14, so she'll be the game high for the uh, Institute. She's played, well, 28 seconds to go here. Marino into the front court, 77-52. How are we doing, quarter? Yeah, uh, no, the, the internet scoreboard's gone wrong. So Williams jacks up a three. We'll catch it shortly. Holland going after it. And, uh, well, luckily, yeah, Roberts, I thought, had last touch on that. But the referee didn't see it uh, the same as me. And Payne will inbound the ball. 14 but seconds to go here. Yep. Horton gets it off the inbound and comes straight down the left wing. Ten seconds left in the game. Payne in front of her in the, in the corner. We're waiting for one play. Horton drives down. Gets oh. it off to Roberts. Marino steps in and steals it. No time to do anything the, uh, to do it. But I would believe that the AIS will win the quarter by point. The final quarter. Yep. And so, uh, good, great effort there from the AIS in the final quarter to turn that round. Yeah, uh, they've they lost 77-52. We'll catch up with Sydney. What's uh, what's happening up there? We'll go to Sydney now. It's a 10-point ball game still. 62 plays 52 with 5 minutes and 54 seconds left to go in the term. Looking at the leaders, do you want to do the leaders? Noel, let's do a couple of interviews there, Mark. But uh, uh, I'll do the leaders before I go. Angel Marino with 18 points, Kayla Francis with 16, and Mia Newley with 15. Rebounding effort from Sam Woosnam was 10, Lisa Walbutton was 7, and Kayla Francis was 6. Assists, assists certainly going 6 to Duke, 4 to Woosnam, and 2 to Marino. For the AAS, Roberts with 14, Payne with 11, then it was Bunton with 8 uh, rebounds, Harrington with 7, and Madgen with 6. So it was uh, a 43 shooting percent for Adelaide to 29 for the AAS, and uh, well, it, it improved a lot more. That was up to about 33% for the AS at one stage. Adelaide was shooting at 75. They were shooting the lights out oh, at the start of this game. Yeah, and th- they had uh, a real good first quarter to start there where they were shooting and hitting everything and looking like they were going to kill it. But, uh, yeah, great end. I mean, the AIS in the third quarter couldn't score. Only five points was going there, and then they managed in that final quarter. I'm pretty sure they have won that final quarter. I think 18 to 15. We're just waiting for the uh, final stats. We'll get the stats shortly, the final stats, because uh, Marina did end up with 20 points and uh, a, a good uh, result there. Caps in Sydney still leading by about 10 points, so uh, into the final quarter there. Should be about five, six minutes left. We'll uh, try and keep up to date on that one. As uh, Craig's gone out, he's going to try and catch up with the... Uh, Adelaide side um, he's down there trying to catch somebody down there on the bench as uh, players are doing their warm downs of course 77-52 that is definitely the best defensive effort as we're going to crack and Vicky uh, we expected a tough game tonight and they really did feed it up here yeah they did um, we knew it was going to be a hard one and they always come out and play hard Brownie's got them all fired up so yeah it was just what we needed going now uh, into Sunday. I guess the, the big thing this year is teams are getting that day break before they have to uh, play this uh, Canberra double. Yeah, they are, and it, I think it is an advantage, and you know, probably we have more advantage um, because Canberra 
that they were able to rotate, you know, players that wouldn't even get on the road trip, so they got good minutes tonight, which is great for us. And once again, Sam Woosnam just showing she's a, a true, a, a real trooper and another solid performance from her. Yes, we know what we're going to get out of Sam. It's no surprises. Every week she comes out and plays hard and brings her best effort. While I'm fever again, Juki, the shoulder... Um, taped up. Is that an ongoing management problem you, you have to deal with? Juki's uh, come off a shoulder operation so I think she's about eight weeks out so she got back early so you know she just has to look after it and, and it'll be fine. And uh, what about any other injuries that you're going to have to manage through before Canberra? No, we've got enough of sitting at home so we don't need any more. Any chance that there was some talk at one stage that uh, was it Jess Foley might be coming back this week? No, it was uh, uh, Shelley. Yeah. Oh, Shelly, yeah, that's another one. So Shelly will definitely be back next week and we hope to pick up Jess again next week. And Renee's in uh, full court training, so we'll probably her the week after. So no surprises for us on Sunday? No, not that I know of. It might be a surprise for me too. All right. Well, congratulations. A good win tonight and uh, we wish all the best. Thank you very much. Thanks very much to Vicky Volk. Hopefully we'll get Brownie soon. Yes, Craig there talking with Vicky Vork, the uh, coach of the Adelaide Lightning. Uh, just 77 points, so that defensively for the RS is a tremendous effort and something they would be very, very happy with as uh, they uh, did a great job and uh, we're getting uh, the, the computer stats, 77.52. We're about to get the paper copy on the... Uh, as uh, well, Craig's uh, now with... Phil Brown. Well, Phil, uh, good news there. I think a one-point win in the last quarter. Oh, really? I haven't even got that far yet, but um, I think that's the first time we won a quarter, so that's probably a positive thing. Um, you know, there's some good things there, but, you know, there's just no consistency individually, uh, even from our senior players. There's no consistency across, you know, from the team. Um, it's just very much a roller coaster ride. There were some good things again, but... Well, you know, I thought we had some opportunities early in the game to um, stay closer on the scoreboard and you know, we just uh, squandered a lot of possession in that second quarter and missed a lot of easy, relatively easy shots and, uh, and at the defensive end we just gave up some easy, easy buckets again. So you know, some good things and not so good things again. Yeah, they were shooting the lightest out at the beginning of the game but you actually had more scoring shots at the end of the yeah. first quarter. So the girls were getting a look, it just wasn't going their way. Yeah, in the first quarter we had uh, eight offensive rebounds, which was great. So that uh, gave us some really good possession out there. And unfortunately we couldn't do enough with it in that first quarter. And uh, we also, at the defensive end, we had, I think, nine fouls for the quarter. And so that foul discipline is still a problem for us. And uh, being in the stance, containing uh, off-dribble penetration, consistently boxing out, you know, all those things are just, again, as I say, the, the word's inconsistent. Yeah. And that's uh, the joy of coaching the AIS, isn't it? Is that what you forgot? Oh, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a little bit of uh, uh, getting back into it um, and just working with the younger players. And look, I thought, you know, Taylor had a quite a good one. Uh, Nadine finished strongly, uh, Nadine Payne and Taylor Roberts. You know, the young kids actually finished off quite strongly there, which was, which was positive. I was interested to see in some of your offensive plays early in the game, uh, you were able to get. Roberts open under the bucket too, and that was giving you a few, a bit of momentum in scoring. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, she's um, she's going to be a good one. I mean, um, you know, she's young but got a ways to go, but she's going to get better and better uh, as she is. She's probably been our most improved player in the last two, three months, and um, you know, some of the other kids uh, at times are, are good. I think Alex Bunton in time, uh, you know, when she gets some fitness, and she's been out for 
14 months, so she's only been back sort of three, three weeks. So there's some good signs there. Well, we wish you all the best okay. for the next game. Okay, thanks, Craig. Thanks to Phil Brown. We'll let him get back to uh, doing his uh, coaching. I'm going to go over and see if we can speak to the player that they cannot put down in uh, Sam Woosnam. We'll see if we can get a few words with her, Mark. Craig just wandering down there to uh, have a chat. It's the uh, girls are at the far end of the court, so uh, we'll uh, hear what he has to say. And yeah, he has Sam. And Mark, we have uh, Sam Woosam. We say the player that just cannot retire a, a second year out of retirement in a row. Uh, no, I didn't retire last year, so I don't, I don't actually know where that came from. I said they were going to retire uh, the year that we won the championship. But I'd already started that before that, and then um, Vicky came along and sort of um, saved my career. And I'm not that old. I'm only 31. <laughs> not old at all. How are you enjoying the basketball? Ah, uh, yeah, it's good. I like it. I'm sort of obviously a different role this year. Just follows captain of the team, and I'm really enjoying just being a player and being able to help the young girls at the same time. So it's good. So you get to play up and not have to worry about uh, getting caught on uh, out too late and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Uh, this year the team has undergone a few more changes since uh, that uh, championship winning side. How, how do you find this group and this, how's this group gelling? Um, I mean the group's gelling really well. Uh, we just have to make sure that we uh, keep working hard together. We've had, we've had a great start to the season. Like We had Sydney first up and it was good to win against them. And um, Just hopefully we get everyone back from injury. We've got like Jeff Foley, as I said before, she's out with her ankle and Shelley Burston and Renee Camino will be coming back in soon as well. So that's... Um, pretty exciting to think of a team that we're going to put on the floor so hopefully we'll be able to gel. Well you might be interested to know Canberra's up by about 10 points in Sydney and you face them on Sunday. Yeah we do, I was kind of hoping to have uh, Canberra first but uh, that's the way it always kind of goes so yeah we're really looking forward to playing Canberra, I think it'll be a good match up with them. Well look forward to seeing you there. Thank you. Thanks very much to Sam Wurzman. Uh, that was good about. Craig there talking with uh, Sam Wurzman. We're going to score. The Sydney seem to be coming back at Canberra. It's 64-60. Uh, Canberra leading Sydney. We'll uh, get an update on that shortly as well. Townsville and Perth doing battle. They've just started up in uh, up in Townsville and Townsville up 10-8 early in that one. So here at the AIS, the uh, well, the Adelaide Lightning probably predictably coming out on top. The uh, closeness of the victory, 25 points. Um, certainly. Uh, a great improvement for the uh, Institute of Sport on their previous results and uh, they, they had some really encouraging good signs and it's just a matter of, uh, as Phil Brown said, the whole team putting it together collectively as a group and not just uh, uh, having uh, some of those individual moments that uh, kind of ruin and uh, you know, don't make it um, as, as good as... Uh, it could have been, but uh, you know, overall there was lots of positives there from the AIS. Uh, so uh, you can only just hope. Well, 42 seconds left <laughs> in close. Sydney. It is indeed. It's 72 plays 69. So I was just talking to uh, Sam Woosnam and uh, Rebecca Duke before I uh, came back over, and uh, they were asking about the Canberra game. As you can imagine, they're interested in that result. And uh, at the moment, well, Canberra have the advantage, but uh, Sydney's coming back. They are indeed. The They've had a 25 to 18 quarter here. Townsville and Perth already underway, and Townsville 19 leading Perth. 10 as uh, well we are about to sign off from here 
Uh, 39 seconds left. It's still 72.69. I, I guess it will take a few seconds for everything to update. Uh, probably the next update will be the final one. So we might it's hang, be very close here. hang we'll, on here. We, we can hang on here for a few more minutes. And uh, yeah, I'm just uh, talking about the the AIS. I mean, their, their performance tonight, obviously defensively, just giving up 77 points is a huge uh, effort on their part. Um, defensively, that second at half time, we were talking about the fact Adelaide had 47, and were looking like well they'd go, probably go close to 100. They got nowhere near it in that second half, only yep. scoring 30 points for the whole half. Whoa, 14 seconds to go. It's a it's one point, a one game point ball game with 14 seconds to go. Mark, an amazing finish to the game in Sydney. Here in Canberra, it was 77 plays. 52 at the training hall. The uh, Lightning getting a, a win in the end. And when you uh, hear, when you listen to the girls talking about all the outs, Camino, Burston, and also Foley. There's three starters in any club. Yeah, yeah, three very good players that they're missing right now. So uh, seven seconds left, <laughs> and it's still a one-point game to Canberra. Just to let you know. Half-time of the Capitals-Lightning game, we'll be speaking with Terry Ryan, who has just been announced as the managing director of the new Canberra Cannons, Siebel franchise, the, uh, the uh, Canberra Cannons group, uh, a private group, coming in, taking over the Gunners program, and will be playing the uh, Gunners, or the now renamed as the Cannons, at the AIS Arena and that is, uh, we'll be giving you a lot more details about that big change in Canberra basketball coming up at the Capitals game on Sunday where we'll speak to Terry Ryan about the uh, goal and vision of that enterprise. So, less than seven seconds to go. I'll see if we can get an update for you from Sydney. No, it hasn't updated yet. But Mark 72 all. 72 all as we uh, go uh, seven so seconds Adelaide left. Obviously so at the, uh, Sydney. Sydney at the free throw line. Um, well, we'll go to the play-by-play, play, I think. Uh, uh, Timeout called well, by Canberra. As, the, yeah, missed, back missed the first free throw, made the second to tie it out. Canberra will have seven seconds to come up with one last play. And otherwise, it goes to overtime. So, yep. so a 72-point ball game. We better wrap it up here. I, I think Adelaide won overtime. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> As as we uh, finish up the AIS Basketball Network on sportradio.com.au, we hope you've enjoyed all the action from the training hall tonight where the Lightning have gone, come out victors 77-52. On behalf of Mark Aston, I'm Craig Ravel wishing you a very good evening. <laughs>